Hello queens, my name is Nikki and welcome to Powered Up, the show where women empower each other through the sharing of personal inspirational stories, the sharing of information and best practices to power up and to achieve our inner greatness. Hello, welcome back to Powered Up. Uh, today we are here with Ren Inkiabote. She is a podcaster, um, a journalist, and also an independent in communications and other activities. We will chit chat with her about her journey, her professional journey, where she is now and how the journey started for her. Welcome, Ren. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. No, thank you for making the appearance. So lovely uh, having you here and having this conversation because it is important that we have such discussions. So before we go in, we want to get to know you better. We have a fire round. I have three questions for you. You answer it in your best of abilities. You can skip a question. You can elaborate on the question when you want to. First question is, Describe yourself in three words. Okay. Passionate, opinionated, funny. Is there any of that one you want to elaborate on? Um, passionate. Okay. I think I'm someone who's just very um, enthusiastic, uh, whether it is positive or negative. If I'm expressing my emotions, I'm very... I don't want to say loud because loud always sounds so negative, but I'm yes. very, you know. You, I think you'll passionate feel, is the word. <laughs> yeah, passionate is actually the word that I'm trying to explain, but there is no better way to explain it. I'm just, you know, you you will, I'm transmitting every emotion by the way that I talk, by my gesture. But yeah, you'll just know what I'm feeling, what I'm trying to say Babe. in that moment yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. and i i definitely uh have been witnesses to that no i do know and i can confirm to what you're saying so this is definitely you what is your favorite city besides the one you live in you currently live in brussels besides brussels, yes i live in brussels i would which... say barcelona barcelona because i went there twice or three times even and I just like the combination of having a seaside and, you know, um, cosmopolitan city and the vibe of people there. I feel like they're more calm, even though they live in a big city with a lot of tourists mm-hmm. at all times. But they're very open and, yeah, good vibes. So Barcelona then. All yeah. right. So what is your love language that you love most to receive? All five. <laughs> if there's a gun towards your head and you are to choose out of the five love languages, which one would be your go-to? It's a hard one because I want to say words of affirmation, but at the same time, I also want to say, um, what's it called? Acts of service, mm-hmm. but also gifts. Because I feel like the three of them, it's really like the perfect combination for me. But if I gun to my head, I would say acts of service. Okay, so that's the um, personal round. That's really nice. Oh, we've got uh, got things to warm up to you a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so 
I want to know, like, you are 30 years right now. Oh I look 23 day. or something. You do look 23, but it's about the, it's about the black and crack team. So, yeah. <laughs> what is an event um, that happened in your life that caused you to learn your biggest lesson? That's a good question, but also a very hard one because I have to think really hard. I think it's just multiple things. Uh, growing up, you know, we didn't have a lot of uh, means. And at, at several points in my life, when I was living with my mom, um, we were, you know, basically at the bottom. And that motivated me to, you know, never, ever wanting to be in that same situation again financially. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that is that has always been my biggest motivation for the past. 15 years and also because at that moment you just realize there's no one who's going to come and help you or say like oh here's 10k and figure out what you need to figure out or whatever Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. help you out even as a single mom like I saw how my mom had to navigate working taking care of me and my brother taking care of my other siblings who are not living with us so it's just really really hard when you're doing everything on your own but I also just realized that sometimes you just have to do everything by yourself, by the grace of God, of course, but no one, everyone is busy with their own life. So unless it's your partner or someone close from your family that you get along with really well, you just have to do things on your own. And that's positive. And sometimes I feel like, except it's, um, especially when working, for me, I never, ever ask for help because I'm always suspicious. Well, not suspicious, but I just feel like everyone is out there doing everything for their own. So I don't really trust people in general, especially mm-hmm. not people in a workspace, um, especially not as a, as a black person in a white <laughs> workspace. So I just, I don't really ask for help. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And do you think like not being able to ask for help because you're, you're, for a long time you've been self-sufficient has um, impacted you in a negative way definitely definitely but it is what it is and it is what it wasn't <laughs> that's a new one it is what it is it's so important to have um people who are empathic because they can look past that, oh, no, I don't need your help, or, oh, no, whatever, mm-hmm. I got it. They yeah. can look past that. I'm not saying that it's other people's job to come and reel you in and say, like, oh, let me help you. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, trust is not something, it's not a given. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like respect, it's something that you earn. So, yeah. Different people in your life, whether it is in work or family, whatever, can earn your trust and then you can move past that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I like that on building the trust because for you it's so, um, somewhat difficult way based on like your life experiences. So you first need to build a trust relationship and then you'll be able to require things from, um, from that person. Exactly. So, Moving into your professional career right now, how would you describe your professional career at this moment in your life? It's amazing. It's amazing because I get to do what I love 
yeah. at the time that is convenient to myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm making a lot of money with it. Good mm-hmm. vibes. Good vibes, good vibes. And because you are now, backstory, you are freelance, freelancing yeah. and independent and working for you. Exactly. I have my own company. Um, and I do everything that is in communications, everything communications related, whether it is for an event or just a person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And moderation as well. Moderation, MC hosting, yes. Mm-hmm. So what would you say that led you to love this moment so much? Like, how has the experience been that at this moment in time, you love where you are right now? Okay, um, I think we need to flash back to when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up in a white environment, and I mean school, the household was black, but every time I stepped out, it was a white world. In that moment, and I think everyone has that. It doesn't even has to necessarily ha- have something to do with your skin color, but you just, you know, you're growing up, you're trying to figure out who you are. And then you assimilate with people who are in your life, but those people are not people who have the same life experience as you. Um, and it doesn't always have to be like that, but you are identifying with people or with situations that you maybe will never attain or you won't understand or understand even your own position in life. Mm-hmm. So growing up, um, I was assimilating a lot and actually now, the past two years, I've always been someone who's very honest, honest and open about what I want or who I am in a way, but not fully, fully. And I feel like thanks to COVID and thanks to being isolated, I could really um, reflect on who I want to be and how I see my life from now on and who I want in my life and how I want to live it in, in general. So basically, you would say that COVID helped you shape how you wanted your professional career to look like and to feel like in a sense. Did you have a plan of how it would look like? Did you plan it out or did you just... To be honest, I'm not a planner at all. Mm -hmm. I don't like to plan. Um, You know me. I I feel like life is so unpredictable and I can make a plan. Of course you make a plan or it's more like a, a wish list of things that I would like to be done in a specific sphere. So whether it is friendship, family, my career, I would write down, okay, I want to do this by then, but then life happens. Sometimes I attain my goal, quote unquote. Sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't, I've never done like a five-year plan because I'm so undisciplined to to keep at it anyways. I like mm-hmm. to flow with mm-hmm. what life has to bring. And Yeah, yeah, I like to go with the flow because, I mean, there are people who plan and others who do not. And it works out for people differently. And if you found out, like, I am someone who goes with my gut and how I'm feeling and how I visualize my life, I will make anything happen. But I don't necessarily need to write, like, know every step of the way. I see as I go, basically. This is how I feel like you operate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if 
it wasn't for God, I don't know where I would have ended up because I'm just like, well, let's wing it. Just like just jump at the opportunity and just see how it goes. Exactly. Yeah. I need to, I need to uh, emphasize that at a certain point in my life, now it's more like, oh, let's wing it. But at a certain point in my life, I never had it so clear. I wanted to be a journalist. Whatever it took, I was going to do it. And finally, I did. Um, but now, you know, having life experience, having worked in several workplaces in different domains, um, I'm getting back to the person that I really am. And I know I'm going to make it regardless. And I just stepped away from having this fixed thing in life that, oh, I need to be, I have to have this career or I need to work there to be able to have a fulfilled uh, career. I can just do whatever I want and yeah. be the person that I am. And yeah. that's the beauty of, you know, growing up in this kind of countries and having done the, the studies that I've done and met the people that I've met. Because it's all by experience that I've been able to become the way that I am right now. It has formed you <laughs> into the woman that you are right now. It's good you mentioned um challenges i think my biggest challenge is just people not letting me do what i want in the worst thing mm -hmm. mm. you felt limited in a sense yes but it's also the the places that i worked you know i work as a journalist i'm not the the editor-in-chief so i'm not going to be if i for example, I pitch a piece and they're like, no, not now or not today or we don't have enough people or no, it's not interesting enough for our platform. For me, those type of things are very frustrating. And if you have that all the time or it's very frequent that you have those type of discussions, it just makes you, you know, it ignites a sort of fire. Mm hmm that you're just like, I need to be able to do things my own way. Mm -hmm. Because obviously, I'm sorry, you said it yourself, I'm someone who's very intuitive. So, and not to sound conceited, but I know what, what is right or what can, what can help to be something better or bigger than what it is. And that's mm -hmm. the same in journalism. When I'm pitching a piece, it's not because I'm like, oh, I need to pitch a piece. If I don't know what to pitch, then I won't pitch. But if I'm pitching a piece, it's because I believe that it's something that people want to know and that mm -hmm. they should know and we should put our time and energy into that. And that's something that is very frustrating in this day and age with journalism because everything is so fast. It's all about the sales. It's all about mm -hmm. your your headline that's going to sell. It's not mm -hmm. about the content anymore. But yes. And then when you get into politics, it's basically the same because you have to follow this strict rules and things are done this way. You have to uphold the status quo. A lot of things that you just feel like I'm, you know, constrained. I'm constrained. I'm in a box and I just want to break this damn glass break box free. and just. Uh, and be like, okay, what can we do? How can we change the world? Yeah. What are we doing? Let's bring on the positivity, you know, like. Yeah. From what I understood, you, I mean, you needed 
diversification in what you were doing. You needed more things um, to be able to recognize yourself in your, I mean, recognize yourself in the work that you do. And this is why um, right now you feel so free to to do the things and pitch the things that you want to do to the people that would want to listen to it or explore it or develop it. And I love exactly. it. Yeah. I love it. So you are, would say, I think it's fair to say you are a career oriented woman. You're doing so many things. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> Not career oriented. Not career. I mean, no okay no no problem so you are but what no but what is the definition of being career oriented because i feel like it's being being like oh i have an ambition to be ceo or like this whatever head of department thing that is not my ambition anymore that's what i was saying like Mm -hmm. i don't have this fixed thing that i have to yeah i don't want to be i just don't want to be that person anymore (laughs) which you were and now you're no more let's say so how i mean i was yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i mean your perspective has changed along the years it seems like you you've gone from let's say a rigid person in terms of like attaining goals to more Mm -hmm. of a free person because this is what works for your personality type and also for who you are as a person Mm -hmm. along the years i just feel like growing up we're all told certain things about how life is and then you grow up and you figure out that life isn't always the way people portray it to be and we don't have the same life path or same goals and not all of us need to be this Mm -hmm. fierce career woman or fierce career guy so I think the best way for me at least to navigate this world full of different things the highs and lows is to do things the way you see the way you feel it fits right without hurting anyone else obviously Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I feel like if we choose more to be the person that we want to be and actually uh, choose the career that fits us best we mm-hmm. will have less people frustrated at their jobs burnouts etc so yeah amen to that <laughs> i definitely <laughs> i definitely i definitely agree with that one like aligning with who you are and your purpose in life will make you live a long lasting happier life than uh chasing around capitalism <laughs> So oh, right, <laughs> you know, it's just crazy how this world has become. But like you mm-hmm. said, it is what it is, and it is what it isn't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, what would you? How would you say you balance life? Because you're doing a lot. Written, um, right now you're freelancing, which means you have like different clients that you're managing. You're doing doing different things for different people or companies how are you balancing this with relationships with friendships how are you balancing it all i mean it's a daily it's a daily uh exercise like everything in life 
Um, but I'm really the queen of canceling right now. Um, why is that? It's because I feel also when I was growing up, <clears throat> I spent a lot of time with my friends, being outside, doing things, doing activities. Um, and I feel personally that I haven't spent enough time on my personal growth, on thinking about the person that I am, who I want to become as a future future anything, future mom, future wife. So now I'm really taking the time and space to to just get my get to know myself a little bit better. Um for myself, not per se for a partner or whatnot, just for myself because I want to be comfortable in the world no matter what happens around me, whether it is career, whether it is family mm-hmm. or whatnot, I just want to be centered in in who I am and how I feel. And mm-hmm. I feel that it's really important because when you meet up with people, there's an exchange of energy, right? Mm-hmm. There's an energy that's going out of you. And yeah, life is busy. So every time that I meet up with people, whether it is for work or for, you know, just to hang out and catch up, it's energy that's being exchanged. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that my friends or shit friends and that we don't have a good <laughs> exchange of energies, but sometimes I need that energy in that moment or in that time and space because it was a busy week or whatever. I need that energy for myself. Mm-hmm. So. For example, if I make plans a week before and then I had to work, you know, communications, you're always talking, you always have a happy face, you know, you have to put on your face and be all smiley and friendly. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what, drinks won't work for me right now because I just Mm -hmm. need to sit at home in my couch Mm -hmm. and sleep. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, and so then you- I cancel. <laughs> <laughs> and then I cancel, and it's important to be uh, very honest about that towards yeah. the people in your life. Yeah, um, because obviously it's not fun for the other person when you're canceling plans last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that, you really need to find your tribe of people who can handle you canceling. An hour in advance, 30 minutes in advance, um, and who won't take it personal, um, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's it. It's not personal. It's about you. It's not about them or about the situation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you say that you, are, you also would understand if someone is also cancelling on you frequently? You, oh yeah. Do you have the same understanding as people have? I people have a couple have. of friends. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I do because I know what it feels like. The mm-hmm. old me, the old me. A couple of years ago, I probably wouldn't have understood. Uh, but now, yeah, definitely. If yeah. people, I have a couple of friends who are like that. We just text, or we don't even text at all, and then I just know, like, okay, the plan is this. And then, <laughs> but you have found your people that 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 know what exactly. So you need I to think find that... your people though, because you can't do that with everyone. Because I had a hard conversation with a friend of mine. She was like, "Yeah, I don't like it when you do that." Yeah. And I'm like, "I don't do it on purpose. It's just at that time, 
it's either I meet up with you and I do that. And then the day after I'm exhausted and I might have a small breakdown because of something small that happened at work and that I won't be able to focus, you know? So I need that energy to keep me sane mm -hmm. for the rest of what I need to do. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I mean, I do, I do understand. I do believe that we, people do need the time to kind of like get into themselves. Um, some people revert, re-energize by going with themselves and being alone and recharging to be able to go out there and be the best version of themselves. Only thing is that I feel like it needs to be communicated clearly because this could cause, like you said, um, difficulties and challenges um, for friendships in the essence. Yeah, so communication is really key in that type of situation because you don't want to make people feel like they don't matter or... I I definitely understand, but I do get your point in prioritizing the things that are necessary for you at the moment in time because it can get overwhelming trying to juggle everything and you know definitely in yourself that I need the time and space for myself right now. I would want to reconnect with a friend maybe at a later stage um, when I feel very much myself. And definitely, like you said, to communicate that, I think everyone would understand that. If someone doesn't understand when you explain this to them, then that's another conversation to be had all for. But yeah, do definitely get your point of view on this matter. So what would you say is next for you in terms of career-wise or goals? I know you don't do goals and specific goals, but do you have an idea, like when you visualize your life, what is the next thing to capture? Yes. Um, so I want to work further on my podcast. Um, what's up with Ren? Yes. Yeah. I didn't want to like do my own promo on your podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my podcast. And, you know, it's really going to be a reflection of where I stand in this moment in my life. Mm -hmm. um, the people that I interact with or the network that I have, the things that I want to discuss. Um, so that's why it's also called What's Up With Ren, because it's really when you're going to listen to the conversations, you're going to get more an idea of what's going on in my head, let's say, more or mm -hmm. less. Mm -hmm. um, just want to be a better daughter, a better sister. I don't know. I just want to be a good human. <laughs> oh, that is actually really cute. I mean, that is very... I mean, that's a, that's a goal on its own because you can yeah. only bring value to the people in your life when you yourself are doing better and I definitely like that don't exactly. even be shy to share that I want to be <laughs> a better human being so I can yes. add value to the people in my life and I, I don't exactly. think anyone wouldn't understand it so it's a good it's a good next steps to have so <laughs> where can we find you um where can we find what's up with Ren um yeah so shout out shout it out yes so what's up with ren on all podcast platforms you can also follow what's up with ren on uh instagram it has its own instagram so it's written what's up with ren r-e-i-n-e -E. 
um, no signs or whatever, no symbols. You can also follow my personal Instagram, which is Ren Mbote. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm also on LinkedIn. If mm-hmm. you want to hire me as a host, whatnot. Um, yeah. Nice. We will, we will definitely try and follow you up there. Um, last question though, what is your last message for listeners and audiences obviously at her power up our community is mainly women and Mm -hmm. empowered women inspirational women women seeking uh to be inspired and and also to be motivated to kind of level up in life so what would be your message to these women um I think just very simple. You don't have to be what people want you to be or think that you should be. Um, you're enough. You're enough whether you choose to. Whatever you do in life, you are enough. As long as you're not hurting anyone, you are doing amazing things, honestly, because look at our politicians. <laughs> you just had to I had to I had to you just had to you just had to uh you just had to thank you so much for having this chick chat it would it's been a long time coming we speak every time more days than not but it was good that we had this conversation and to share it with other people and just vibes but it is very nice to speak to you (laughs) Yeah, hopefully we get together again on another episode or on WhatsApp. Would yes, exactly. I can yeah. invite you then. Yes, yes. So thank you so much for making it to Powered Up the podcast.